Okay, tonight we're going to talk about the basics of data compression. And when I say the basics, I don't, uh, I mean more from an operational standpoint, really more from, from setting it up and implementing it more than I do, you know, how SQL actually does the compression itself and everything. That's really one of uh, Paul Tripp's discussions. So I'll, I'll leave that to him. He does that so much better. Um, maybe I'll plagiarize it for you one day, but um, I would only be plagiarizing it. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we're going to start here. We've got two tables. This one's compressed already, and this one isn't. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to walk you through the compression wizard because it's really the easiest way. And if you want to write code, then I'll show you the best way to do that here in a minute. Um, but all you got to do is you got to right click on your table. Mine is big three, and you go to storage and manage compression. And you see here, it comes up right away. It shows you that the compression type is none. And you got two types. You've got row level and page level. We're going to do page level for now. And all of this boundary and partition, see, that's the, the boundary that's for the partition column. But this is a single partition table. And you're going to come down here, and first you're going to hit calculate. Because what you really want to do before you do this is find out if it's even going to be worth your time. And while that's doing that, I'm going to discuss just a little bit. Um, there's an awful lot to compression. And there it returned. There's an awful lot to compression, uh, all types of rules when it comes to re-indexing and um, inserting and bulk loading and, and managing replication and indexes and whatnot. So, <clears throat> you know, all of that stuff is beyond the scope of this discussion. This is just going to be a basic, here's, here's what compression is, here's how to turn it on, here's how to, here's how to do what you need to do, right? Um, and I'll leave that other stuff maybe for you know another video and uh, and uh, okay sorry got distracted there for a second okay so we've got our we, we've got our our compression on our table calculated now if you look here it doesn't really tell you what percentage your increase is you've got a row count and you've got current space and you've got requested compressed space right it doesn't really tell you what that is so what we do here is we pull out our trusty calculator and we take 1020789 and then divide that by 1928719 and then multiply that by 100. Okay, so you got 52. So that is 52% of the compressed value is 52% of the current space. But that's what percentage it is of the space. To get the percentage of compression, you still need to subtract that from 100. So now I say minus 100. And then we get 47% compression. So yeah, this one compressed 47%. That's not actually too bad. I've got a table at work that I compressed and it's got, you know, Two three hundred million rows in it, and it compressed almost eighty percent. It's a it's a very poorly managed table space wise, and it compressed really really well. Probably has a lot of duplicates in it too, right? Um, this one is just some generated data that I threw together just for this, and it's literally just thrown together. So, you know, it doesn't compress nearly as well. And I've got another table in another database that compresses about thirteen to fifteen percent. So, you know, it's all over the board. So by all means you know, test your own compression level and don't go by mine at all. 47% is pretty good, 
but I've seen the compression do so much better. But if your data doesn't support it, it doesn't support it. I mean, that's all there is to it, right? And, you know, some other time we'll talk about what actually goes, you know, how you can increase your, your, your compression level. Um, we'll talk about some things you could do to your data to increase your, your compression level. But for right now, again, that's outside of the scope of what we're doing here. So, okay, so we've got our compression level. And actually, before I finish this wizard, I want to show you, I'm going to cancel out of that. I want to show you how to go do this elsewise. So here, there's an SP that you can use to do the same thing. SP, Estimate Data Compression Savings. And then you pass it in these variables. This is the schema, the table name, uh, this will be your index ID, and this will be your partition number, and then the type of compression that you want to do. Let's do page. So obviously these two are null because I'm not doing an index, and, I'm, and it's a single partition table, so you don't need to put the partition there. So that will run this. It'll only take a couple seconds. Okay, more than a couple, but still. Okay, and it's back. So we get all this information back, right? And we get the size with the compression setting, size with the requested compression setting, so with the current and the requested. And then one thing we get here that we don't get in the wizard is we get the sample size. And I really like that because I like to see how much of my data it went against, right? So you do the exact same thing here. Actually, let me pull so I can see both of them. There it is. So for here, I'm going to say 404.56 divided by 1975008 equals... 0.02, then you multiply that by 100, right, to get your percentage. And so it sampled 2% of my data, which, you know, Microsoft says is, the, the official word for Microsoft is it's um, statistically significant, is the phrase they, they banter around. So, <clears throat> and it is, I mean, if you look at it, the, the times that I've done my actual compression uh, based off of the calculations here, I've been within depending on the data set between 1 and 3% accurate from their estimate to what I was actually getting when the table was compressed. So 1 to 3% accuracy or, you know, 1 to 3% standard deviation, you know, that's actually not too bad. I'll, I'll take that. That's what's called an estimate, right? But what it does when it, when it does this estimation is it actually takes that 2% of your data, and I don't think it's always 2%. I'd have to, I'd have to do it for every single table I ever, I ever compress. But it's a small amount, but what it does is it takes that percentage of that data, that small amount of data, and it actually compresses it in memory and then measures the size. So it's not like it's um, trying to do some kind of funny math to estimate it. It's actually doing the compression on a little, on a smaller portion of your data, and then giving you the numbers. So that's how they get it to be so accurate. Um, anyway, so that's that's how you do that um, by hand to to estimate that. Now you notice how this doesn't actually give you a way to compress the table it just allows you to estimate the cost okay so now to come back here and go back to storage and here so we're gonna finish up what we started here so I'm back in the wizard we go to page I don't need to calculate because I already did that now right here this is my favorite way to script this because it says here, create script, run immediately, blah, 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 script a new window. Well, yeah, I want to create the script, so I'm just going to hit finish. 
and there we go. And of course we get an alter table, data compression equals page. It's that simple. So now I'm going to run this. Oops. Yeah, it's it's got a use statement there. So I'm going to run this and I'm going to let it go. And um, this is going to take um, a few minutes, probably not too long. But uh, I'm going to pause it all the same. And uh, now that I've got it going, I'm going to go ahead and pause it and then I'll come back when it's finished. Okay, now one thing I forgot to show you here real quick while we're doing this, it's still going, is that you can check this value. You can check how your compression is doing here um, if you select from sysperfinfo uh, where the counter name is like compressed. There's only two of these uh, only two of these guys. Are we still compressing? Yep. So from doing that you see how the counter value is 2948364 and you got 2964774. So you can you can see the compression pages, uh, the compression attempts per second and the pages compressed per second. So um, you can keep you can keep an eye on on how your progression on how your compression methods are progressing uh, by doing this. And uh, did I already say that you could uh, do it through Perfmon as well? Yeah, because these are just uh, a window into Perfmon, right? So um, anyway, while that's compressing, I just wanted to wanted to throw that out there. Let me see, and that's still going. Okay, I'm going to pause it again. Okay, it finished up here in about five minutes. And that's actually not too bad considering this isn't a really big server. Um, it's only got one gig of RAM. And uh, it's got plenty of disk, but it's only got one gig of RAM. And it's only got like two CPUs, I think. So, um, and it's compressing in the neighborhood of uh, 17 million and change. So, it, it's not a small table. It's not, it's not really, really wide here. I'll show you what the table looks like just in... Just in case you're that curious, there you go. That's what the table looks like, and it's generated data. And this is uh, these are filled up pretty well. So <clears throat> anyway, yeah, and it's 17 million to change. So it's it's not too bad. Now, um, one thing I forgot to show you earlier was when a table's already compressed. When you come in here, you can tell that a table's compressed in the wizard because it comes up with a compression type. I don't know if you remember but before it came up with uh, none. And so here I would imagine that you could decompress it this way as well. You calculate it and you're going to say, and you should see the current space and then the requested space should be greater this time because you're, you're asking it to explode now instead of, instead of uh, compress. So we'll just give that here a minute to, to finish calculating. There we go, see? So it's going from 108 to 1916. So not too bad. Um, <clears throat> and uh, then you would just hit next, create script. And then you see that all it does is set the data compression back to none. So, you know, doing that is pretty easy as well. So, anyway, uh, like I said, uh, compression. There's a there are a lot of things to look out for a lot of a lot of caveats in there, so definitely do your research on compression itself, then do your research on your data and whether or not your system can handle the compression. Don't don't just implement compression wildly. Um, I really really advise against that. You're gonna you know you're gonna get yourself in trouble. And if you move data from one server to another, like from uh, for a test system, you know you've got your production system. You're gonna move your data over to a test system. You know, make sure you test compression on the other side as well, because if you've 
you know, if one of the one of the big caveats, if the data is in a different clustered order, then you could drastically change your compression level, and you might not be able to fit all of your data on disk. Um, that would fall under the heading of one of those things I said I wasn't going to talk about tonight. So I'll go ahead and stop here, and good luck.